Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Woo! Oh, hey. We did it. We did it. Episode number five, maybe? Yeah, five. 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 Look how I'm sitting in this chair. Do, do people in real life sit like this? No, you don't look very comfortable. I'm not very comfortable. This is, um, who reclines an office chair? I don't know, but someone reclines, and I don't know how to fix them. Even mine leans back. Neither I'm a man I. who loves a good lean, but these things almost go to a full 90. Mm-mm. No, I need to go straight up and down, pal. Like I'm Straight a, up and down. <laughs> we're almost back parallel to the floor. I feel like I'm in a dentist's chair. Staring at the TV in the ceiling right now, watching shows you'd never watch at home. Man, the dentist TV is always the worst TV. And I'm always too ashamed to ask for the remote. I just want to be like, no, no, no. Keep it on the business channel. Yeah, That's this what is I good. Watch. Yeah. I totally want to see what the Dow Jones is going to do next. It's such a rascal. Yeah, BNN. That's my channel. <sighs> the theme music, Bryce. Temporary podcast theme song. Any word from Jan Arden's people yet? Uh, quick update on that is that uh, no. Oh. Have not heard a peep. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be a pessimist. I'm losing hope. She's supposed to be within our general proximity at some point this month. We're going to be in the same city, breathing the same air. And it seems like that's destiny. But at the same time, I also uh, have a very pessimistic view of how this is going to pan out for us. Hmm. Maybe I'm going to go home right after this podcast, and I'm going to make a theme song. Sure. Well, how hard could that be? Easy. You're listening to the top-ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly from Sonic 1029. So, Garner, I was out on a hot date the other day. Ooh, with your best girl? Yeah. I took her uh, under my arm, and we went out for dinner and a show. Oh. Well, we went out to dinner, and we went to a... Fried chicken place. And when I say fried chicken, I don't mean KFC or anything like that. Like, it wasn't a fast food place. It would be awesome if it was. I'm and not, I would question how you even have a girlfriend. Yeah. There'd be, it'd be worth poking into that mm-hmm. if that's where we went. But it wasn't. It but was, this was an upscale fried chicken place. Yeah. You know, I think I know the one. A locally independent ran thing. Fantastic food. Great place. Great ambiance on the inside. Mm. And we're sitting there and she goes, hey, look, first date. And I look over, and it was quite obvious that a first date was happening between a man and a young woman. Uh-huh. You know, they were close, but not too close. There was... They were still laughing at each other? Yeah. Yeah. Still smiling. They were still talking to each other? There was an optimism in their eyes that, uh-huh. for most of us, has long since dimmed. Yeah, it's been snuffed out. But, uh, so they're standing there, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I went back to living my life. But then I started thinking about how a fried chicken place like that, as much as I love it, is a bad idea for a first date. Because fried chicken is easily one of the least glamorous foods a person can eat. Well, because you you don't want to pick it up because you look like a Neanderthal. And you don't want to cut it with a knife and fork because then you look like you're uptight. There's no middle ground when it comes to the great big greasy piece of fried chicken. No. So if you do decide to barehand it, yeah. which I think most of us do, and you probably should, that when you do eat it, I mean, it's you're ripping meat from bone <laughs> with yeah. your teeth. 
Uh-huh. And it's sliding down your face. You have the skin hanging from your teeth. Maybe you're saying, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, while you're eating. I don't know. You're going through napkins like a madman. Like, yeah. it, it's a fantastic meal, but not good when you're trying to impress the person on the other side of the table. I agree. I agree. The um, I was thinking, too, just as you were talking, other bad first dates, too. Going to a rock wall. You know, like wall that, that rock climbing thing? Yeah. And, I mean, sure, it looks really cool when you're doing it, but anytime you have to put on that harness, the oh. that's not flattering. <laughs> the rock climbing harness, just stuff that you don't want to be puffy is puffy, and it's just not flattering. It's snug in a way that you don't want to be snug. And yeah. you also don't want to get yourself into a situation where you get three-quarters of the way up the wall and suddenly realize, oh, Turns out I'm afraid of heights. Yeah. And you have have a meltdown up the wall with your date spotting you down below. Okay, another one. You don't want to take a first date to a public hanging because (laughs) you don't want to be standing there going, I thought that'd be way funnier. Or, (laughs) I mean, he totally deserved it, but that was kind of grim. Okay, I'll put that down. Avoid the gallows Mm -hmm. on dates. Another one you probably want to avoid... Uh, you probably don't want a first date to be a wedding. Like uh, your friend's getting married and you're oh. like, oh man, I need to bring a date. I don't think you want your first date to be a wedding because you're setting a awfully high bar. It's a night full of romance and everyone looking back on, oh, how did you first meet? How did you first meet? And you're like, uh, a couple, couple days ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks desperate. It does. Yeah. It looks like the girl you're standing next to. Or the guy you're standing next to is only there because two days ago you got dumped and you needed somebody to fill in. Everybody pay attention now. Here's where we say the name of the podcast and the radio station so you hopefully remember to listen again. Please listen again. Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly on Sonic 129. Bryce, we've been talking about the strangest, the weirdest, maybe the best tip you ever got. At your job, at your you know, your service industry job? Yeah, this isn't necessarily. I mean, a lot of them are for when you're waiting tables and stuff, but not necessarily. Uh, this one right here. Good morning. I was a waitress at a Southside restaurant. One of our single truck driving regulars gave me a Victoria's Secret bra for a tip. Ooh. Creepy part is... It fit perfectly. Ooh. Ended up being my favorite brassiere. I love the fact that she uses the word brassiere. Have a great day, Michelle. Uh, it doesn't sound to me like Michelle is as creeped out by the bra as I am creeped out on her behalf. You know how you can be offended on behalf of some. I'm creeped out on behalf of Michelle. That is the fact that it fit perfectly. That's the part that troubles me. Like. I couldn't I couldn't do that in a million years. No. Nail the proper size. Like I I wouldn't do it. So to be able to size up essentially a stranger and nail it on the first try is poo. To me this this implies that the guy either has a really good eye for that kind of thing, which is troubling, or he spent way too much time staring at her chestal region. While she didn't notice and made complex computations in his mind, sort of like like Terminator. And then he took those computations and he went to the mall and he bought her a bra that just happened to fit. Man. Or he just spent too much time in her room while she was not there. Mm, Oh. Imagine that conversation as you're the bra salesperson. Like, oh, is this for for your wife? And like, it's for my waitress. Ugh. 
buying undergarments for other people that should be reserved a if you're that person's parent or b you're re, you're romantically involved with that person mm-hmm. Th- those are the only times you should buy undergarments for other people oh man the fact that a fit is troubling i i don't think if i were her and someone gifts me a bra my first instinct isn't to be like oh that was creepy I should probably see if it fits. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, this one, too. I get. I need to get your thoughts on this one. Good right. morning. I'm a cable and internet installer. I was at a call, and the most pleasant elderly lady, lady needed help putting together her new TV, which is not in my job description. This lovely lady had no family to speak of, so at the end of the call, she tipped me a 42-inch flat screen, a Bose soundbar, and $100. Chris, does this sound like he did her a favor or robbed her? Yeah, I hate to appear cynical, but— I think uh, he robbed her. Yeah. He definitely didn't get tipped that TV. Who tips a TV and a sound bar? He what? just took the stuff she bought. <laughs> Okay, one more here. Oh, so he went home that day. He's like, oh, how'd you get this? And he's like, oh, it was a tip. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Okay, this one's next level creepy. Hey, I used to deliver beds and furniture when I was younger for a big mattress store. Me and another worker were sent to do a mattress exchange. When we got there, the other bed was all set up and it had been modified with marital aids. Oh, boy. When we were done doing the exchange, the man and his wife came into the room and asked if we would like to have his wife as a tip. Ooh. Needless to say, we said no thank you and left laughing our asses off after we got back into our truck. Yikes. Are you sure that really happened? That sounds like an urban myth yeah. for those kinds of... He offered me his wife. No. I politely declined because <laughs> I had so many other options. Top-ranking podcast with Connor Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Hey, Bryce. Yo. I spent the most money I have ever spent on concert tickets this past week. I think it's a pretty worthwhile concert to spend the money on. And I don't, I, I'm not saying that to brag because there's sort of a point to this story. Uh, do you want to guess how much money I spent on four concert tickets so my beautiful wife and our gifted children could go see Paul McCartney? Uh, it was just shy of $1,400. Oh, jeez. I was going to be like, well, I don't know, 600 bucks. <laughs> no, no. It was like $1,369. Wow. But that includes service charge, Bryce. Of course. That's where they get you. Uh-huh. And I spent the entire night staring at the backs of the two women right in front of me. They, they didn't sit down all night. And okay. But here's the thing, and I'm fine with that. They paid their money to be there, too. But whatever happened to reading the room? Like, they were the only two people in our section standing up. And they were right in front of me and right in front of my wife. (laughs) (laughs) The worst part is, it's, I don't know. Some people are like, um, they should be allowed to stand up. They paid their money. Like I just said, yes, you can stand up. Stand up for a couple of songs and then sit down for a couple. Then stand up, sit down. It's not like you go to, I mean, you don't go to a movie theater and stand up for the entire movie. You'd get thrown out. I mean, as much as you want to stand up and you want to dance with Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze, that's a timely reference right there. Mm. But you don't stand up in a movie theater. You shouldn't stand up for an entire concert. 
Yeah, it should be like I, I just don't understand how some people function because if I were to stand and nobody else around me in my row, the row in front of me, the row behind me, no one's standing, I'd be like, ooh. Yeah. I feel like I could feel all the eyes on me and I wouldn't enjoy standing. And I know this woman knew that nobody was standing behind her because she kept turning around and then she'd put her back to Paul McCartney and hold her phone up while she was staring at me and take a selfie of her and Paul. Oh, that's so Because that's sucked. what Paul McCartney has become. He's become a backdrop for your crappy selfies. Oh, I thought you were going to say she kept turning around trying to tell everyone else to stand up. Stand up, everybody. That's stand the up. worst. Ugh. That's the worst. Yeah. Anyway, it was. you know what the worst part was? <laughs> that every now and again at the end of a song, they'd sit down and my wife and I would be like, thank God. Thank God we're going to be able to see again. But then the minute the next song started, they would jump back up. And then we just got angry with ourselves for being fooled, being tricked into thinking that it was over, that we were going to actually be able to enjoy the concert. And normally, I've seen Paul McCartney a few times, and a lot of the times, your pal Garn gets a little choked up listening to those songs. Something washes over me, and all of a sudden, I'm a nostalgic, emotional mess, especially when he does Hey Jude, the na-na-na-na, that part. Sure. I was just too outraged to even summon a tear. Not a single tear. Nothing. Just rage. Just seething. <sighs> that happened to me. I was at a Queens of the Stone Age show earlier in the year, and the same deal happened where the only people who stood in the entire section were in the road directly in front of me. Except you were close to the stage. Oh, I was right there. <laughs> I was on the opposite corner of the entire, th I couldn't have been further away. Oh. And these people were standing, and no one else was standing, because why would you? Because you're a mile away from the stage. And I was losing my mind. They were also on some kind of drug and were just, they were spinning out the entire show. Drugs at a rock concert? I know. I was appalled. Top ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. It's not the best podcast, but at least we uploaded something. Garner, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, a city called Calgary got a fair bit of snow uh, in early October. We're not in Calgary. No, we're not. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're further north. But, you know, it, it's the early fall, and they got hit with like 40 centimeters. They got full-on winter in Calgary. Yeah, like October 1st, October 2nd, whatever it was. It was probably a month and a half earlier than it should have arrived. Big time. And, of course, you know, everyone's spinning out, oh, I can't believe it. Wasn't it just summer? What did the time go? But then you realize that on the first snowfall in every city in every year that has ever existed— People, the first thing they do, even in the year zero, they went on Facebook <laughs> yeah. and they posted a picture of their barbecue in the backyard or their backyard furniture and to show how much snow had fallen. Yeah. And so I, I was overwhelmed with those photos of the snow in Calgary from people I know there. And it was exhausting. And that's how we came up with a brand new segment called Did It Even Happen? <laughs> or something like that. So, like, what you're talking about, the snowfall pictures. And like you said, the barbecue. The barbecue with the snow on top of it, that is the most popular of the snowfall photos. Yeah, so if you don't post a photo of the snow in your backyard, did it really happen? If you don't post a photo of the view from, uh, from the beach with the caption, my office for the next week, are you even really on vacation? <laughs> are you? No. 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 I mean, the similar thing is... You're flying somewhere at 7 a.m. If you don't post a picture of yourself having a beer in the airport at 7 a.m., are you really going somewhere? 
If you give blood and you don't post a picture of your arm roped off with a spike in it, did you even give blood? Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Top Ranking Podcast. Garner, we've been on a crusade for quite some time now about the idea of when you get a dog or a cat or... I mean, a bird, if you lose a bet or whatever reason you would ever get a bird. Yeah, or if you're just that lonely. (laughs) That instead of giving them adorable animal names, to give them human names. I think it's awesome when you meet a dog and its name is Chris. (laughs) 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 I think that's the best. And so a list just came out of the most popular baby names for the last year. Yeah. And I think instead of... People seeing this list and being like, oh, Liam is an adorable boy. But who are these people, though, Bryce? If you are a younger couple and you're having your first child, chances are all of your friends are having babies, too. Chances are you know at least a dozen Liams or Olivias already. Why would you continue to name your children Liam and Olivia? You think they would do a little bit of research and just Google baby names. And one of the first things that will pop up will be... Because every year they come out, most popular baby name, and they're always the same. Liam, Noah, Benjamin, Olivia, like all of Emma. these things. Ava. And fine, fine names. Mm-hmm. Don't don't become outraged. We're not making fun of those names. They're fine names. They're just kind of overused. Yeah, they've been played. So I think the way to take the power back is to, I think, start, <laughs> instead of giving those two babies, give them to dogs. Give them to cats. Imagine meeting a cat named Liam. Imagine a budgie <laughs> named Olivia. Why not? Just uh, a, a pug named Noah. I still think the greatest human name for a pet ever, though, is Gary. Yeah, there was that cat. Uh, it went missing for a year. This family was looking for this cat for a year, and they finally got it back. And part of the time it was away, it had wandered to uh, a junkyard. A tow truck company or yeah. something like that. A wrecking yard or something. It wandered into this, and so this, these people started taking care of this cat, and they're like, oh, it's awfully domesticated. Maybe it belongs to it. But in the time that they took care of it, they had named it Gary. And so when they realized, oh, it belongs to someone else, and they gave it back to the family, the original name was Boo Boo. Boo Boo. Ugh. See, that's the stuff that you need to get away from. I think the cat ran away from its name. It probably did. So they get the cat back, and it's been called Gary. From these people that found it. For a year. And so now apparently all their friends are being like, you should probably just call that cat Gary from now on. I agree. Gary. Gary the cat. I just love the idea of how confusing it is, especially with cats, but dogs too, that when you live within close proximity of a neighbor and they're doing something bad and you just have to shout, you're like, Gary, (laughs) stop pooping in the bed. (laughs) And they're like, wow, that's exceptionally graphic. (laughs) Stop throwing up in my shoes, <laughs> Gary. <sighs> you could have gone with humping the ottoman. Yeah. And then it goes the same way. Like if you're going to give it a, a woman's name, I think the more stately a woman's name, the better. You know, like like think of what your grandma's name is mm-hmm. and name that. Vivian. <laughs> Linda. Like something like that. Like Linda. <laughs> Okay, let's do this. Everybody go to the internet right now. Search most popular baby names. Go to a shelter, adopt a pet, and name that pet Linda. From the makers of Sonic 1029, it's Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Hey, Bryce. Yeah. 
I always thought that letter carriers getting bit by dogs was just something that happened in cartoons. My second day on the job as a letter carrier, I got uh, bit by a Rottweiler. And the guy, the next day after I went to the hospital, got stitches, he left me a uh, Tim Hortons card. I went to use a copy, and there was $150 on it. Ooh, wow. <laughs> so you did. <laughs> now, do you think that was preventative so you didn't sue him? do letter carriers get bit by dogs? All the time. Really? We get nipped on the ankles mostly, but every now and then, if you don't know the dogs in the yard, uh, they are just doing their job. They're protecting their territory, but yeah, we get bit quite a bit. Yeah. Do you get a special, like when you get back to the depot after you're finished your your route that day, do you get a special medal or a stripe to sew on your uniform? No, we just get I survived. I'm I'm shocked that there's no dog bite patch when you get back to the post office after your first dog bite. You should get that to sew on your uniform. Yeah, you should get like the old, uh, like the Boy Scouts, the Cubs, the little sash of the girl guy yes. thing that you wear. That you wear a sash and you collect badges. That unfortunately, you know, the big one would be the dog bite. But it's one of those things. You haven't made it as a letter carrier, man, until you get your first bite. And then you can, it's a rite of passage. That's what it is. I can see it now. A young, young letter carrier, new to the job, gets bit by a dog, goes back to work, and he's sitting there shook. And he's like, I can't believe this just happened. I was bit by a dog. Do I, do I file a complaint? What do I do? And there's some old timer there who's been there, vet. who's been there for decades. And he's just, he doesn't care. And he's just like, you haven't made it until you have been bit by a dog. Yeah. And, and I feel like a lot of industries, not just letter carriers, have some kind of, you haven't made it until. Yeah, it's like um, you're a firefighter. You haven't made it until you've given mouth-to-mouth to a dying dog. True. If you're an electrician, you haven't made it until you've been electrocuted. Going back to the letter carrier for a second here, um, you should also get a patch for the first time you see a naked guy through a screen door. <laughs> you haven't made it until someone opens their door. Fully nude. Oh, that would be a bad day. In our industry, we have that. And I because it happened to me. How many times? Once. But the, that's what they tell you. That's how you're comforted. I hate that line it's in like, this business. In this business, you haven't made it until you've been fired. I guess I haven't made it. But they'll always. there's always time. That was the worst. I got fired, and they're like, well, you haven't made it in radio. Like, it, like it was some kind of crowning like, achievement. Ooh, thank God I got that humiliation out of the way. Yeah. Cool. I get, I'm going to go get a job bussing tables now. <laughs> like, neat. Yeah, and then when I bounced back, my next job back was in Fort St. John, B.C. And it sure didn't. I wasn't sitting in Fort St. John being like, you made it, old boy. Yeah, I yeah. made it. This is it. <laughs> this is the top of the mountain. Oh, man. No, no, that wasn't. that one was not true. The electrician one, I think, is true. And I think the dog bite is definitely true. I'm going to get working on some badges for dog bites. That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Special thanks to USS for the temporary podcast theme song. Find them online at ussmusic.com. Guests of Top Ranking Podcast stay at my mom's basement because we're in a budget and she gets lonely. Two birds.